Blog Talk Radio. This week's Dungeon Crawlers Radio is brought to you by Audible. Visit audiblepodcast.com slash Dungeon Crawlers Radio to start your free trial membership. Broadcasting live from Epic Puzzles and Games. Surrounded by games, dice, cards, miniatures, puzzles, and more. Don't make me destroy you. Where Chic and Pandemonium reign supreme. Is it better to be feared or respected? I say, is it too much to ask for both? Your host, Revan. A wizard is never late, nor is he early. He arrives precisely when he means A guy named Joe. Oh, yeah! The great and mighty Lord Lagu. <coughs> As a result, you may have heard we're going to phase out human testing. And... Firebird. Has she got a set of fangs on her or what? Discuss everything you need to know about the world of people. Come out to the coast. We'll get together. Have a few laughs. So grab your staff. Row on your case. Tighten up your utility belt and roll your 20-sided dice. Because it's time for Dungeon Crawlers Radio. Hello, um, my name is Ed, and, um, on behalf of Doubleday and Eddie, um, and Plank and Rolf and, uh, Jimmy and Johnny and my sister Sarah, um, as well as the Kanker sisters, shh, don't say that I said that, okay, but we all just want to say, um, a heartfelt, um, Merry Christmas from all of us at Ed, Ed, and Eddie. <laughs> yeah, that's oh, it's me. Um, and so, um, remember that in your Christmas wishes that you remember to, um, give Santa gravy cakes and milk because all of his reindeers like that too, and I do as well. And make it a very sparkly Christmas season and all the very bestest from Dungeons and Crawlers Radio and myself and Ed and everybody, um, at our... Uh, where we are, as well as Santa, um, say, Merry Christmas, everybody. (laughs) And I would like peace in the world and uh, lots of love and joy, okay? And don't forget the jawbreakers and butter toast, too, okay? Okay, bye now! (laughs) All right, welcome to Dungeon Crawlers Radio after... Technical difficulties. Oh, my goodness, I want to... Throw something at the wall right now. So, for those of you joining us, after 15 minutes of trying to get things to work and not working, and then, yes, we apologize. Uh, and apologize to you as well. Yeah. So, no uh, we have a, we have Travis Walton, correct? Yeah. Uh, I, I butcher names. I, I, yeah. I just... Hey, I just forget them. Yes, he forgets them. <laughs> so, he's uh, <laughs> joined us on our show tonight. We apologize for the technical difficulties. Uh... Getting here was a pain. And then my computer wouldn't boot. And then we had a problem connecting everything. It's been crazy insane. 
And then Howard just walked in. How are you doing? I wanted to say hello before you started recording. That's okay. You're a little late. <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. So, uh, yes. I guess you could say hi afterwards. <laughs> okay. So, uh, with that, uh, we apologize for the technical difficulties, but that's the nature of everything. So, uh, we'll just jump right into this. No, no niceness. We'll just go. Okay. All right. So, Travis Walton, uh, you've been doing this for quite a while now, several years. Over two decades. Uh, just, it yep. seems like you've done a little bit everywhere. Yeah. Just reading your, your website and the bio, I mean, you've participated in uh, the creation of Ninja Turtle toys. Is that correct? Yeah, I did or? Uh, design work. I also uh, got to paint the actual the prototype color sample that would go to China to, nice. to be made in the toys. So you had to be able to match Pantone mm-hmm. color. Yeah. They'd give you a little chip and say, mix that color. And I was able to do it, and I was able to paint, so... I was nice. one of two people that got to paint prototypes. You may never get out of this room with this guy. <laughs> <laughs> well, I may be an individual fan, but I'm not that much. Okay, fan. okay. <laughs> nice. I mean, it just kind of seems like you've done a little bit of everything, and now you're doing comics, or are you doing more than just that? I've been doing comics yeah, so the whole time. My first published comic work was probably '93. Oh, okay. Four. So the whole time I've been doing lots of different things because I just enjoy I enjoy doing lots of different things. You get the variety. That's nice. That's, that's what's nice about being freelance. Come nice. So what are some of the, the projects you've done over the years that really stands out as like something you really, really enjoyed doing? A really big moment for me that I really remember was when I was coloring uh, DC. I was coloring for DC and it was... It was a backup story for Count, uh, the last Final Crisis. Oh, series. Okay. What the third one? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the third Final Crisis. Yeah. Yeah, Final Crisis. It was the backup story retelling the creation of Amazo or the history of Amazo. So I had a page where I was coloring the entire Justice League, and I was rendering Superman, and I had that moment where I go, "Holy cow! I am working on Superman for DC." This is pretty cool. <laughs> then I went back to work. <laughs> so, Just took your moment. There are moments like that, and, that, and that's pretty cool. And, you know, I did Batman. I've done lots of stuff. But, yeah, because I grew up with Superman and with Justice League, reading some old old classic books. So that, that was pretty cool. That would be amazing. Classic I mean, books are good, too. Well, I mean, not only that, just... That realization, like, wow, I'm actually part of this iconic character's history now. Even if it was, even if you only did one issue, that's still pretty yeah, big. I went on to do Superman and action. I got to do some Gary Frank stuff, and I love Gary nice. Frank. If you get the, um, of course, I'm going to totally blank on it. The uh, the new Krypton storyline. They did the trade paperback, hardback, the front page that's uh-huh. Superman striding forward. That's one of the ones I painted. Oh, okay. Um, I think I know which one you're talking about. Superman New Krypton book. Yeah. Gary Frank did the art. Nice. So, and that was pretty cool because I loved Gary Frank's stuff since he was on Hulk and Gen yeah. 13. Mm-hmm. I've been a fan. So when I saw that I got to do those pages, I was pretty excited. Yeah, I would be too. too. We met him at Comic-Con this year, so that was 
That nice. was cool. He did drawing for my son. <laughs> since I'd worked with him, he didn't charge him anything. So. Oh, nice. That's really cool. <laughs> nice. That was pretty cool. That's always good to have, you know, connections. <laughs> yeah, it helps. Oh, Go ahead. So, like, um, we were talking about earlier about, like, different things that you've done. Um, like, what would you say was, like, your most influential comic books that got you started? Reading uh, or well, interested in art? Interested in art. Well, I've always... I realized as I think back on my life that as a child, even when I was daydreaming about being an astronaut or a fighter pilot, I was drawing pictures of mm -hmm. jets and rockets. So I was all, I've always been drawing the artists. There were definitely artists that clicked for me in the old DC stuff. Neil Adams, even though I was very young, mm -hmm. I was reading these books at six or seven. My first show when I was 12, 13, I went to a show and there was a reprint Green Lantern, Green Arrow book. The thing was the first prestige format DC book, one of the first. Okay. And on the cover was Neil Adams' art. And even though at the time I didn't even recognize, oh, I know that guy. Yeah. It's something about it. it drew me to it. And it was me recognizing the art. And so Neil Adams, and then in the 80s I was very much into Marvel, John Byrne. Mm -hmm. um, I was drawing a lot of John Byrne stuff, looking at his stuff and drawing it. Um, and Neil, uh, I want to say Neil Adams, Alan Davis. Okay. He's a big fan of Alan Davis in the eighties. So those guys, as far as their style, I've never tried to copy their style, but, but their st style influence. spoke to me. Yeah. But I also appreciated like Bill Sankwitz in the eighties. I'd never seen anything like that on New Mutants when, oh, he, yeah. did, when he did that mm -hmm. uh, ghost bear storyline. And uh -huh. I had never seen anything like that in comics. And most of my friends couldn't stand it. You know, it was just too different, too weird. But I got it, mm -hmm. and I appreciated it and liked it. And, and he's a super nice guy, too. I understand mm -hmm. that. I felt that way about uh, how Todd McFarlane likes to do chicken scratch for his <laughs> his drawing. I was like, but, you know, it, it worked. It worked for his style, especially when he started doing his own comic books of, like, uh, Spawn and everything else that he did in Image. It worked for the style. I mean... You're not going to see that much when he's not doing it, but still, it, 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 you know, if you go to art school, they tell you don't do that. Don't do that. <laughs> and that's exactly what he did, and, and it worked. And some of the image guys kind of went overboard yeah. Yeah. with that. That's very true. They called it their obscuring line work. I'm not sure how this goes, so I'm just going to... I'm going to throw a bunch of stuff down here. That's very true. Tell the story about it. Make it work. Nah. You, I'm gonna let you kind of run the show here because this is your your passion, your expertise, isn't it? You know, art, art just drawing. Because I have a degree and it doesn't mean that I know anything. Okay, <laughs> so you don't so you don't know anything. <laughs> no, I I just like to do drawing, but like uh, you were talking about earlier that you like to do watercoloring. Can you explain more about like uh, for our audience about uh, why you like it and also like uh, what drew you to it more specifically? Uh, watercolor uh, oils made me sick. <laughs> just the smells of the linseed oil and all the mm -hmm. stuff you have to use, I would get a headache every yeah. time I tried to use it. And watercolor just came naturally to me. It was easy for me. It wasn't work. I was, you know, other people would struggle with, you know. I'd be one of those too people. Wet. It's too, you know, I went too dark <laughs> first. I didn't do this or that. And it was just, for me, it clicked. Mm -hmm. So I've always just enjoyed, I mean, if it's easy, then... 
that's what I'm going to do. I mean, why, why force it? That's right. <laughs> <laughs> so, and I, I, I just enjoyed it. Uh, took, I mean, I studied when I studied art. I took classes for everything, and watercolors and drawing were what I excelled at. Just uh, nice pencil work. Nice. Yeah, I personally love doing pencil work a lot, but I also like to do oil because it doesn't make me sick. <laughs> yeah, I need to get into doing digital painting, yeah. but I haven't gotten to play with that as much. I mean, the, what I do is very close, and I do technically do stuff that is digital painting, mm-hmm. but taking it to the next step that a lot of the illustrators do today, Yeah, I'd like to do. And it's funny. Uh, I remember being at Comic-Con, going to panels where there were editors for book companies, magazine companies, and they were adamant about not using digital art. And they were outright hostile. I actually got one editor to admit, yes, if I know it's digital, I won't use it. And yeah. to see that turnaround where that's the standard now mm-hmm. is pretty amazing. I mean, the, everyone's doing it now, digitally. I remember seeing, um, I don't even know what his real name is, but one of the fir- uh, one of the major colorists of comics that did all digital, uh, he went by Liquid. I don't even know his real name. But he influenced me to start studying into digital uh, drawing and stuff like that because he did an amazing job. He could do it where it looked like it was computer generated, but then he'd also put in brush strokes into it. And I'm like, this is pretty good. Yeah. So that got me into it, into it. And I can see why more people want to do it too nowadays, especially since all the programs have gotten better. Um, so besides the digital painting, like what else do you like to do if you ever have free time? Because we discussed that too. You don't have that. But <laughs> I don't have it much now. I'd like to do more illustrative stuff for games, for books. Mm-hmm. That's the kind of stuff I'd like to do. I love fantasy and sci-fi stuff. And I'd like to experiment more with the digital painting or just do my own illustrations. Okay. So is there anything specific that you would like to try to get your hands on? Like if you could do like Dungeons and Dragons? Yeah, or... I'd love to. I grew up in the 80s when mm-hmm. I was in high school. I was gaming. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I'm I'm in remission. It's been a while since I've gamed, <laughs> but uh, I'd love to. I'd love to game. I mean, I miss it. I do. I tried to get my kids into it a little bit, and we played for a couple years, and then they lost interest. But yeah, I grew up. I mean, I've got a couple dozen games on my shelves from the yeah. '80s. So yeah, D and D, Pathfinder. I'd be interested in any of that stuff. Yeah, nice. I know personally. That's why I want to buy the books for Pathfinders because of the art, not really because of the content. <laughs> yeah. It's got great artwork in it. Yeah, because you have all the information online, but the artwork draws me to the books themselves. I think that's what a lot of people are looking for is the books because they have the artwork. Uh, Yeah, yeah. I mean, you look at like uh, Troll Lord Games. They have some of the really old like artwork from the old original D or AD and D books. it's really, it's got this weird feel because it looks like a really solid current book. Then you open it up and it's like, okay, that works. Really dated. <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, it's dated artwork. You know, because when you look at the current books, it's like really fancy colored artwork and everything like that. And to kind of see that kind of retro type feel inside is kind of weird. Yeah. But it works for them. So, now... I don't. I'm not 100% sure if this is true or not, but I heard that you're now doing the coloring for uh, Howard Taylor's Schlock Mercenary. Is that correct? Yeah, I've been doing that for a few years. now. Okay, for a few years I do now. The Daily Strip. Okay. I've been going back and recoloring reprints, the the uh-huh. books. Okay. I 
I've even lost count now. Five books, wow, like that. Uh, we will have one coming out early next year. Another one that's a collection of the reprints where he, mm-hmm. I go back and redo almost a year's worth of strips, recolor everything so it matches what we've been doing the last few years. Mm-hmm. So when he has them all together, they'll match. The, the style will be consistent. Oh, nice. And we're doing a calendar right now, so there'll be a new 2014 calendar. I'm doing that right now. Um, I'm doing a backup story for the next book. I've got to do that now. <laughs> so, yeah, right now I've got a, a backlog of schlock stuff. So you're um, really not kidding when you say you have no time. No. I mean, it's like <laughs> Howard had to tell me, okay, this first, then this. He had to prioritize wow. the calendar, the strips, the backup story. and. Mm-hmm. So do these in this order. I'm, I'm glad he told me because I was yeah. not doing them in that order. Yeah. <laughs> and then are you doing other projects other than that when too? When I can. Okay. Yes. Like we were talking about gaming. I yeah. have done stuff for Fantasy Flight games. I've done okay. stuff. The last two or three years, I've done about five sets of collectible cards for DC and Cryptozoic Entertainment. Oh, nice. They do collectible right. cards yeah. for uh, DC New 52. I did Superman, Batman, Women of Legend. Mm-hmm. And Women of Legend just came out like within the last month or so, and I actually got to do some base card illustrations for that, which I enjoyed doing. So it was just base card illustration. I did Blees, who's the Red Lantern, yep. and, and uh, Platinum from the Metal Men. Oh, yeah. So I did those two base cards. I remember. Said, and then I do sketch cards for them. Well, okay. there's three cards I want: Superman, Batman, and Blees. <laughs> there you go. Well, I've got leftover Batman blank cards, and I've got. Ooh. <laughs> Yeah, I've got blanks from Iron Man, Thor, Captain America, nice. Batman, Superman. Wow. <laughs> okay, Batman, Superman. I'm, I'm game for those. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I'll go for the Iron Man. Go I'm ahead. Not, I'm not a you know a hater of Marvel. <laughs> They're the ones I'm, that I'm only Spider-Man into... fan. Little X-Men, but mainly Spider-Man. That's well. My thing is, is they have more of a nostalgic for me. Because DC didn't draw me into art. It was Marvel. Yeah. My first comic book ever was Superman. Yeah. So Superman, Batman, Green Lantern. That's mine. I had the uh, collectible uh, cards that they had during the uh, The 90s. 90s. Yeah. The early 90s. If you put them together, they'd make it like a different universe or a different picture entirely. Yeah, a whole picture together. I loved those things because I love the art on them. I I have a bunch of those, the Marvel ones. What it said on the back. I was just like, oh, cool. There's a big picture here when you put them together. Well, it was more of the little pictures I wanted to draw. Oh, okay. So that was more what drew me in. It was was Marvel all the way. Then I also watched the Incredible Hulk on television. Oh, yeah. Who didn't? Grew up with Hulk. <laughs> Absolutely. So, Bill Bixby? Who didn't? Except when they did the Thor episode. That's when they, yeah. that's when they lost me. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. That's not Thor. Yeah. And then there was the amazing <laughs> was Spider-Man funny. back then. Oh, oh yeah. That made me laugh. So did the yeah. Captain America that yeah. they did. Yeah. Wonder Woman. Wonder yeah. Woman TV series. My family watched that together, actually. Yep. Yeah. That was a family show. Where you'd watch her spin around. Yep. <laughs> and then turn into one of them. It's just ridiculous. <laughs> so now is it fun for you to be able to do, you know, artwork but still kind of geek out and be in that environment that kind of seem, feels familiar? Yeah, there's certainly days where it's more fun and mm-hmm. there's days when it's more work. Okay. <laughs> when you see the mountain you yeah. know, looming over you and you get it, got to get to it. But like doing the uh, Blee's cards that was fun that mm-hmm. was, it was a new challenge you know i like you know the green lantern universe i'm a green lantern fan nice. um 
Feels so like that, him more now. That was cool. <laughs> that was cool to do. So yeah, yeah. I, I definitely do still get those those moments. Working on the sketch cards. The reason I started doing them was because I hadn't been drawing enough, mm-hmm. and it forced me to draw. And nice. So I I just started taking these sketch card jobs, you know, Upper Deck and Cryptozoic, and it just forced me to get back into drawing and. Well, nice. And I've enjoyed that. I enjoy the drawing, and then I'm rendering in marker, which I'd never done before. But I render these all in marker. And I never got that down, personally. What, I could the do marker? the inking. I could actually do the inking, which takes more control than the marker. But I couldn't do the marker and make it look nice. Inking's a lost art. People don't yeah. appreciate inking, and comic companies are trying to save money by not using them. So. Oh. It is a little bit pricey, but that's over the long haul. It <laughs> <laughs> gets more pricey than markers, but... It's still nice. It looks good, inking, but yeah. So when you're doing the digital coloring, are you using a pad, or how are you doing yeah, that Yeah, I have an Intuos tablet, mm-hmm. and I do it all. With the tablet, i got a two-monitor uh, two setup. Nice. So I have reference. Uh, uh, when I have a script, the script is on one screen. My reference is on one screen. I've got Photoshop up doing. on the other screen. and nice. Just down there all day, uh Working on it. I when I'm drawing, I like to draw traditionally. Still, I'll pencil and ink traditionally. Then I'll scan it and finish it in Photoshop. Okay. So then that was kind of my next question: Was it difficult transitioning from coloring on paper, that or and then going over to the digital format? Well, at the beginning, it was it was another thing that was fun. Mm-hmm. It was new. I've been using Photoshop since four. Oh, okay. And what, the new one would be technically 13, I think. But I've yeah. been using it since 4. So um, it was much more basic. But at the time, it was this is cool. It was another fun tool. Yeah. And I was enjoying it. I started out doing a couple covers for a book I was inking. And he let me color some of the covers. So. Hmm. And then I've just I've stayed with it since then. Oh, nice. Stayed with Photoshop and coloring. I started getting... First, I was penciling, then I was getting inking jobs, and mm-hmm. penciling would drop off, and then I was getting coloring jobs, and the inking would drop off, and been much more busy lately over the last several years with coloring. Yeah, I could see how you'd definitely want to get back to drawing if you're just coloring <laughs> it for a well, long time. Well, and that's time. what it was. I mean, yeah. I had years of just coloring occasional inking jobs, and I had I realized, man, I am not drawing. I'm just letting that talent lay fallow and just not using it and that just made me feel horrible and i'm trying to tell my son draw every day yeah you know and yeah decide i better listen to my own advice so oh i totally understand if i don't draw like for long periods of time and i go back i'm like i can't even draw these simple little figures that i used to do <laughs> oh man it's even yeah. hard for me to draw like like actual uh anatomical figures so like actual like action poses now because i don't do it as often as i used to so yeah that's a, a word of warning to those that draw. The first thing I lose on drawing is hands. Getting hands them like are accurate. Some of the things to yeah, hands and, and so faces. if I'm not doing that consistently, you know, even a couple of days, it's like hands are off. It's it's yeah. I don't know. Yeah, totally, totally agree there. Yeah, yeah. So go ahead. Where are Oh, I totally lost my question, actually. You lost your question? Totally did. It just went right out my head. I was about to say it. Okay. <laughs> I can't even think of another one yet. You don't have another one? Uh, I don't have one on backup. Okay. So we've covered comics. We've covered, covered inking and stuff like that. The Ninja Turtle thing. What else have you done in your 20-year career? Oh, wow. 
I, I'm sure there's quite a bit. <laughs> 20 years, that's I, a long time. I got to also work on um, Batman toys for the second movie. Okay, Batman Returns. It was Returns. a big deal at the time. They were keeping it real secret yeah. what uh, I have several of those Penguin still at my house. Were gonna look like. Uh-huh. So I remember having to sign my life away because those are the two figures I worked on. So I had to to get the photos. You mm-hmm. know, We had to sign yeah. our lives away. Um, design, you know, I've done ties. I've done illustrations that were used for ties. I've done murals, uh, outside murals on walls. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, the gaming stuff, again, that was fun for me because I... I enjoy gaming. The mm-hmm. Fantasy Flight stuff was pretty cool. There were expansion cards for, I think, Runebound expansion decks they do, like packs of cards. Oh, okay. So I've done two or three sets. It's been a while with them. Um, they're doing lots of cool board games now. Maybe I can get on doing some board games. Yeah. <laughs> Have you done any like concept uh, conceptual art for people? I've done storyboarding when I, I used to live out in L.A. Okay. And I did, I've done storyboarding when I was out there. A concept art, not beyond like some character designs for some people for some web stuff. Mm-hmm. I used to do some website visualization and some, uh, they wanted to do an online game and they had me doing some character designs okay. for them. But other than that, no. But that's another thing I'm interested in. I love looking at concept art books. Oh, I love that I too. love that stuff. I mean, that's another thing I'd totally be interested in doing. I like seeing where things came from and then what it becomes. It's yeah. really cool. Yeah, that's what I'll spend my money on when I go to Comic-Con. I go and look for the books. I buy books and artwork. Totally agree. <laughs> <laughs> that is what you should do at a Comic-Con. Yeah. Oh, and talk to people, I guess. But... To people. <laughs> well, and this, it's Salt Lake, I had to draw in front of people. And that took some getting used to. Oh. Drawing in front of people, that's that's not a natural no. thing for me. So I, I had to get used to that. <laughs> Especially when, like, hey, can you draw this for me? You're like, Oh, uh, yeah. I, sure. <laughs> Give me a moment. <laughs> <laughs> I want this. And then you get weird requests. I want a cat. Would you draw a cat? Okay. Uh, okay. So what was the weirdest? What kind of cat? Yeah. Well, the cat one was pretty weird. That cat? I mean, that yeah. was at Salt Lake Comic Con. I had a woman wanting me to draw a cat. Just a cat? Just a cat. She didn't even care huh. what kind of cat? Yeah, it was just, I'm just, okay. <laughs> I had no reference. I... <laughs> We had I had one scary couple that walked up to me uh-huh. in a scary costume yes. and said proudly when they were both half naked, I'd like you to draw us. <laughs> and I don't know if I should say this over the radio. The thought that went into my head was, I don't really want to look at this for the next half hour, <laughs> 45 minutes. So I... <laughs> So I kind of passed the buck to some guys that were down the aisle doing pencil work. They were doing really nice, you know, just rendering in pencils. Oh, I bet those guys are really good, you know, at doing people. I saw them doing people. I think they're going to be better than than what I could do. It's not really what my thing is, doing likenesses. So I passed the buck. (laughs) But I'm not not proud of it, but it, it had to be done. Yeah. So, so if you're the people that uh, that he did that (laughs) to, and you're listening, so. I was very careful. No. I'm still not sure what they were supposed to be, to be perfectly honest. Oh, okay. I, I could, I'd have to guess what he was supposed to be, but I'm still not sure. That's okay. Yeah, that's okay. <laughs> there were several people there. I'm still like, not sure. Um, I think you're mixing a couple of characters. <laughs> but yeah. there were lots of great people there, too. Oh, yeah. There were lots. Yeah. And I did a lot of drawing. I did a lot of people wanted commissions, and mm-hmm. that was pretty cool. Nice. I enjoyed doing that. Nice. So was uh, Solid Comic Con successful for you then? Um, there were things that hit and miss. 
uh, yeah. for me. And I need to fill out that little questionnaire they sent asking for feedback. I still haven't. Yeah, I, I already did that. There's some organizational <laughs> things that need to happen. And, yeah, I, um, I mentioned that too. <laughs> I was actually a part of the San Diego Comic-Con staff for a few years. I oh, was on the Auto oh. staff. Um, so there were a few things. But overall, it was fun. I think most people coming, attending, weren't sure what to expect. Yeah. I mean, they yeah. were just walking around looking, you know, dazed, and they weren't sure what to expect. They'd say, that looks neat, and they didn't want to pay for it or buy it. Or uh, I, I think a lot of people weren't sure what to expect. I think a lot of people had fun. I think it'll be more successful now that people on. know what to expect. I think they'll do a better job running the show. Uh, getting prepared for the show. Mm-hmm. I think hopefully. it's just going to get better and better, hopefully. Yeah, yeah. as long hopefully. as they pay attention. <laughs> yeah, as long as they pay attention. Um, yeah, so I hope so. I got to work on the official poster for the show with Sal Valuto. Oh, was, okay. It was Sal oh. and I that did it. Nice. Yeah, so. that, was a, that was a really good work. I mean, they put it on the, the passes too, didn't they? Yeah. 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 An older version. Oh, if an older version. If you compare the two, they kept, they kept taking, after I had rendered the background uh-huh. they'd say oh we want to get rid of these two figures these two people aren't going to show up oh and we've got five new ones we want to stick in uh, oh man <laughs> which is well that's easy right yeah. yeah so yeah that thing that project was probably a nightmare it was a nightmare it was yeah. a headache it was and then the deadline was like and we need all these changes done tomorrow <laughs> what <laughs> have you ever drawn in your life <laughs> <laughs> There's a lot. I mean, even comic book editors still to this day do not understand the amount of work involved with coloring. Yeah. I mean, a lot of people think Photoshop magically does it for you. Yeah. You know. Here, I put and blue and did all the shades. They don't understand the <laughs> amount of work and the amount of time, creativity that it takes to really do it. And oh, do true. a good job of it. Yeah. I mean, to this day, there's still editors that They're, yeah. don't I can get it. definitely see that. With certain people, they're like, oh, I just you know use the bucket, do my blue. Hey, how come my fill light's not in there? <laughs> it's the magic color color page now button they think we use, but it's true. It would be awesome. <laughs> you just hook it up, you put a monitor to your head, push a button, and it just takes all the information out of your brain and puts it on the page. And now we have I'd the matrix. I'd pay for that. Yes. I'd, I'd pay for that. See? I'm not sure I'd want that. Just the <laughs> surgery alone. It's a suction cuppy thing. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Got to be technical. Oh, okay. Yes. We don't have the technology to put an implant at the base of your skull and that giant thing they ram up in there. Which it's totally Dr. makes sense. Yeah. yeah. So Dr. Huey. Yes. Yeah, wibbly wobbly time and wimey thing. Yeah. Okay. Exactly. Very technical terms. Right. We must. So, we got so, less than a month away. Uh, got to yeah. do it. That's right. So what was your favorite commission that you had, like at the Salt Lake Comic Con, for instance? Uh, I had a guy come up, had a big uh, sketchbook with him, handed it to me and said, Superman, please. And so I did a big, big, it was at least eight and a half by 11 Superman. I take way too long doing that stuff because I rendered it, you know, in grayscale. I rendered it in gray. I didn't just do a quick drawing, mm-hmm. quick ink. I rendered it out and it takes me forever. <laughs> I'm too slow, but. I'm sure he appreciated it. You, he came back. He seemed happy. That was cool, but I mean, I've got a commission waiting for me. It's a Star Wars reference uh, uh, he wants as a commission, and I, I explain to people when I take on commissions, you know, the paid work comes first, the deadline work, I got it, that comes first, and mm-hmm. then I'll get to the commissions, and this poor guy's been waiting. 
a while so for this Star Wars commission. So I need to get on that. As soon as I get done with all this schlock stuff, I need to get yeah. on this uh, Star Wars commission. So I actually have stuff waiting after the other stuff. Backlog. <laughs> yeah. It's about a mile long, but he'll get to it. <laughs> I'll get there. Sounds like we need like the machine for multiplicity. <laughs> you can make a clone they of get yourself. Well, I like Keisha Steve. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, eventually you get to that one. But that's only if you make a copy of a copy. I'll use him as a flatter. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Is he shaving his tongue? Yeah. Well, don't worry. We took out the ra- the yeah. blades. <laughs> I am sh- shocked. You remember yeah. the lines that? Way. Oh, I remember most of the lines. <laughs> I can get you a gift or something, like a I've chainsaw? Only seen, <laughs> I've only seen it once as well, but he was my favorite character. <laughs> um, I, my voice is more than that. <laughs> I like Michael Keaton. He, he does a great oh, job. And, and that was that one was, I think, the most funny character out of the whole movie was that one, number three. Yeah. And he pulled it off well. Yeah, he did. Yeah. <laughs> so... Uh, What's the since we're talking about movies? Like, do you, you probably don't get much time to watch movies, but when you do, uh, what are the ones that you try to go for, basically? Oh, sci-fi, of course, fantasy genre stuff. Um, Star Trek. We went and saw it in DV, uh, 3D, and I got to laugh at my wife. You know, ducking the spears at the beginning <laughs> of the movie. Nice. She's gonna be upset that I told you that, but, but she did. She she ducked. He said uh, it with usually, all the love in the world. We usually don't go to 3D. I, yeah. Yeah, I should say that. We usually do not. I prefer, because mm-hmm. usually it just doesn't work. It looked pretty good, though. Um, oh, I totally But, yeah, I, I like you know, the genre stuff. So we, we saw Superman. I've seen Star Trek. Nice. Um, Did you see Pacific Rim? I have not seen Pacific Rim. Because oh. so, I want to see Evangelion. I don't want to see Pacific Rim. So, yeah, see, I am a bit nerdy. That's okay. But, uh, well, I, I just haven't seen it. My kids, it's usually, in order to get me to go, other people need to go, too. Well, okay. to get me it's out now of out studio. of DVD, so hey. Uh, and they yeah. weren't, they're yeah. big Evangelion fans, and they're just upset that they think because this got made, they won't get to see Ava. But Oh, well, apparently that one's still being worked on. It's still being it's worked good. on. I hope yeah. so. Yeah. Yeah. But Pacific Rim was amazing. It was good? Yeah. Yeah, it was, it was really good. It's how, Guillermo del Toro. However, if you want, to take your wife to a 3D movie and watch her ducking and diving, <laughs> go to Gravity. Oh, she does want to see that. So we do. Yeah. Was that good? Uh, I haven't seen it, but everyone that I mean, yeah, a couple of our go- co-hosts it. has. But there's several scenes where there is stuff just flying past you because of an asteroid or something hits. I don't know. I don't yeah. know either. Yeah. Yeah. What you see in the it trailer. has been a while since I've actually been in a theater. Superman may have been the last thing I saw in a theater. And that's okay. That's worth seeing. But I still have yet to see it. Just wait a couple of weeks. It's that on DVD. That's right. Then I'll borrow your copy. Just come over, and we'll watch it. Fine. So you haven't Fine. seen it yet? <laughs> no, I really Let's haven't. See seen what it. you think about the t- their take on. Something. I actually like the take. Really? Um, you know, I I know they broke away from traditional, but I think because of modern day, and I think it really leads up to some of. Superman's core values because of what happened in that movie. He, he, he's now like, okay, I can't do this anymore because it was kind of, he just came into his powers first time and just happened. Yeah. What did you think of Jor-El being more of a Paw Kent than Paw Kent? Um, I think they did that just because of the actor they put in there and they needed more screen time for him, <laughs> to be honest. Yeah. But I do like the fact that in, he wasn't just like image in a crystal. 
you know, he, with as much advanced technology as Kryptonians are supposed to have, I th- like the fact that there was this visual representation. A VI. They could, they could walk around and interact right. instead of put this crystal in. And yeah, I, I like that change. But um, I'm hoping that it's going to be one that I'll actually like. Is but that, considering who played Paw Kent, yeah. I actually like the fact he didn't have that many lines. <laughs> he was a jerk. Yeah. Yeah. Just bury your head in the stand and yeah, I mean, stay away from people. One of our, one of our guy, other co-hosts jokes because we did talk about that you know, that scene where he dies and he just kind of puts his hands up. He's like, okay, I'm done. You can't afford me anymore. <laughs> and that's kind of what that symbolizes. So, um, but I, I did enjoy it. It was good. Um, I think it, it was a new spin on the story, and which would maybe open up some other doors in future movies. So, I thought it was odd. Then they want to follow it up with Batman, Superman. I thought that I thought one that was, was an really weird. Movie. And I've heard some, you know, some of the things with the script is the reason Batman's in there is because of the damage, and he's kind of coming after Superman in a way. Hmm. Well, okay. yeah, I don't know. I, I don't good. know. I, I hope so too. I, and I know a lot of people aren't happy with the choice for Batman, but I know I'm not. We'll see with that one too. <laughs> but, yeah. Yeah. But that was just the same way with Keaton. Yeah. When Keaton got Oh, yeah. No, everyone were up in arms. Were up in arms uh, and he did an amazing media. job. Especially after doing Beetlejuice. Yeah. Yeah. They're like... Which he's going to do again, apparently. Yeah. Yeah, the sequel. Which, Which awesome. I will watch. Even if it's bad, I'll still watch it. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, yeah, I'm hoping that the Superman is actually better than anything that's come before it. Because, honestly, I haven't liked any of them. I always felt like they kind of cut out who Superman was. Well, and, and from every movie, they're like, let's just make him more, you know, reachable. Well, instead the of one thing I did like is they kind of made him. They, you kind of saw that human nature, but at the same time, it was. I love the fact they didn't go back to the origin where you see him as a kid and growing up and running through the fields like you always see. They just kind of skipped that and said, "You already know this. Let's get to the good stuff." Well, what I mean is basically the uh, they put in the human aspects of what we do that's stupid. Yeah. Not, not really. <laughs> What would be humanizing to him, yeah. like the choices he makes, well, and but also, actually doing stupid things that stupid people do, yeah. because he should actually know better by then anyway. Yeah. But no, he still makes those stupid mistakes. Well, and I like the fact they didn't make him clumsy Clark Kent, you know, that we've always seen. I did like the fact that, you know, Lois Lane, that's supposed to be this Pulitzer Prize winning journalist, was able to find out who he is. Um, yeah. yeah, you know, granted, maybe back in the fifties, you know, in the forties <laughs> and the fifties when Superman originally came out, yeah, that would have been a lot harder to find someone. It would have been a lot easier to hide. But you know, nowadays, no, that wouldn't be possible. So I did like how they did that. It's one thing I do like that they've been doing more in in the DC movies anyway. Huh. With like Green Lantern, is like. How? Yeah. How Jordan? <laughs> you think covering up your cheekbones is going to make me not know who you are? <laughs> I've seen My you favorite naked. Line. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But um, yeah. Oh, but yeah, I love that they do that. But uh, yeah, so what would be something that uh, would you like to actually like do more uh, storyboarding for movies, or are you glad that you're away from that? If it's still piss great, you bet I would. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it's fun. I mean, it depends on the script you get. Yeah. I mean, you mm-hmm. get these, I did like a kid baseball story, and it's like, you know. Yeah, nothing exciting. Yeah. So, yeah, and you never know what you're going to get. But yeah, I enjoy it. It's very much comic book related sequential storytelling. But yeah. You're almost just doing keyframes, but 
and you do some a lot more arrows. You do some camera direction, but I didn't. I enjoyed it. I mean, to me, it was mm-hmm. very much working on my comic book work when I did it. Yeah. I mean, and they didn't they didn't go into it as much as they do now. If guys will go in and render it, and guys will make animatics now. But yeah, yeah, I enjoyed storyboarding. I'd love to do concept art, but yeah, I, I wouldn't have a problem with storyboarding. I'd probably pass on it if it was. What's the script? You know, before I commit to it, <laughs> what's the story? Yeah, I have a friend who does storyboarding for movies, and he was like, you know, some of these I don't actually want to <laughs> go see. Say <laughs> that I've done the storyboarding for, especially after I've seen it now. No. <laughs> yeah, he's like, oh yeah, I did the new Indiana Jones, and then it came out. He's like, I don't know what you're talking about. I never said that. <laughs> I didn't mind the new Indiana Jones. Oh, he wasn't Indiana Jones, but that's another. Story. Well, he was old. He. he you Indiana can't expect Jones. him to be Indiana Jones. No, that? Yeah, I did. Right. I expect him to make mistakes. The story. <laughs> yeah, I mean, the story was over the top, the but I did. The bomb part. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and the aliens. It was just, it was more of a cartoon Indiana Jones. Yeah. Indiana and it was Jones. just an excuse to have Shia LaBeouf in another movie. And make money. Yeah. Let's face it. It was a money And now he'll be in Star Wars. He's going to be. Harrison Ford, sorry. Oh, okay. Yeah. Harrison oh. Ford's fine. I don't mind Indiana Jones. <laughs> I was going to try it. But no. who knows? Maybe they will. They'll make him one of the kids. No. If they put Shia LaBeouf, it'll be like putting Hayden Christensen back in. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think it's a little bit above because he can at least somewhat act. True. True. Hayden yeah. Christensen couldn't even no. do it in Jumper. No. And there wasn't much act, uh, needing for acting in that movie. No. No, no. I would totally no. watch that because Samuel L. Jackson was in it. <laughs> So where, I mean, so if someone wants a commission or someone wants to find your art, where can they go? Well, that's the one thing that I haven't stayed up with the times on is okay. uh, web, my web presence. I, yeah. I'm not on, I'm not a twit. And <laughs> I, I'm not on Facebook. Yeah. Uh, I have a web portfolio. I don't have a full-fledged website mm-hmm. okay. that's dedicated to me. I do have a web portfolio where I have samples of my work. Yeah. I have an email there and I have a description of what I've done and my work and that would be the place to that would be the place to go to go yeah wallart w-a-l-a-r-t dot c-g society dot org okay oh, I've been there you can check out my stuff I've got my card stuff up I've got the D, some DC stuff pages I did for DC the uh, com- recent commissions and mm-hmm. lots of different things I don't update it as much as I should but I did just this week throw up a couple new threw up the Batman and a Wolverine that I colored. Nice. So he's actually brought some stuff into the studio with us today um, to show as well. We'll have to take some pictures of it and throw it up on the Facebook yeah, page. Yeah, we're definitely going to have to show the audience what they look like because it. I'm sure it's going to be awesome. Yeah. So there's about six minutes left, but we're going to go a little bit over. So those listening to the live show, sorry, you get it cut <laughs> off. But for those that are listening, and this is the archive, it's still going to keep going for you. So just because, well. The computer glitch got us in a little late, and no, I I feel really bad because the little bit I played before we actually got the mics and everything on, I think it said something about Christmas. <laughs> I don't know how it got in there. <laughs> it was from Ed, Ed, and Eddie. So um, it's not Christmas, but it could be if you think Halloween is Christmas. So maybe, oh, hey, it was a Nightmare Before Christmas mashup. That's what we'll say it is. Yeah. With totally. Ed and Eddie. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. Well, speaking of Halloween, we yes. were doing some stuff. Yes. For Halloween. Dragons Keep in Provo. 
is going to be between 3 and 6, Halloween Day. They're going to be giving away comics for kids. It's a lot like Free Comic Book Day. Yeah. Uh, these comics are made for Halloween and for kids. They are, from what I understand, they're kid-friendly. Mm-hmm. Um, and they're also going to have artists. I will be here at the Provo store, uh, 3 to 6 Halloween, and I will give your kids, I think I'm going to do Spider-Man. I'll give you a free Spider-Man head sketch. Sweet. You can throw into your kid's goodie bag. How old do we have to be? <laughs> I, I think I'm coming over. You know what? I actually have a couple of drawings left over from Salt Lake Comic Con. You can have one of them. Ooh. Okay. I, I'll, I, I am fine with that. I may have to drag my kids over. I actually have, one, I have a highly more rendered Green Lantern. Oh, okay. But those are the expensive ones. Uh, <laughs> Green Lantern? Mm. That's his cup of tea. Yeah. I only have a class ring at home that, that has the Green Lantern logo and the oath on the side. Very cool. Yes. My son is a huge Green Lantern fan. He's got the box, all the rings. and I have all the rings. Yep. I have a paper or yeah, paperweight of the ring. I have... Statues? Bones, yep. Yeah. P- you know, posters that are framed now up on the wall. So I loved I, Ivan, and I'm going to butcher his last name, Reyes. Uh-huh, Reyes, yeah. Reyes. For the most, he's the most current artist that mm-hmm. I like the most at DC. Okay. I love his stuff. Um, and it was his stuff on Green Lantern when I first, when I first became aware of him. Oh, okay. But yeah, I love his stuff. Yeah. And it, his Green Lantern looks awesome. And I've got, I've got a big Green Lantern poster by him up in my studio. Nice. In fact, I think both of mine are his. I'm pretty sure of it. I don't know. Yeah. Because <laughs> he, he did a lot of the artwork for the Blackest Night stuff. Yes. Yeah, so yeah. all my stuff is his. Yeah, and I, I'm totally out of touch with the Blackest Night. I got to do Titans Blackest Night oh. issues. I did some of those. I think I put pictures up in my profile. And maybe I didn't. Maybe I need to. But I think I didn't. Ooh. I have those. But I did a couple of the issues, the Blackest Night Titans. Nice. Those are, those are creepy. I had the baby. And I have that one. That so was, then I do creepy. have some of your work done. Hey, check that out. <laughs> I may have to get it signed. Well, you have more comics than I do. So there you Oh, you... There's a giant Rubbermaid tote underneath the stairs full of comic books. I understand. Yeah. Yeah, I've had to sell comic books just to live. Yeah. <laughs> no, it was I, either me or them, and I figured, you know, I should last longer than they should. <laughs> I, I, I had to give away a lot of them. Yeah. yeah. I'm saving them for my kids. and So far, they're not... Yeah, that interested in the old stuff, but I've got like 19 or 20. The newer stuff is slowly siphoning off to the kids. I'm keeping the older keeping stuff. Keeping the old stuff. Those are dads. <laughs> because those are more, they're worth money. And <laughs> I wish I had kept some of mine. Cause yeah. my, I had a bunch of the original spawns, like the first appearance. Oh, I, ha- spawn. I have the first 15 issues of spawn. I, yeah. And then I have like yeah. I had a ton of uh, other things like I had the original Secret Wars for oh, yeah. Spider Man. I had wow. those and sold them. Yeah, I think my oldest comic I have is Amazing Spider Man twenty one. Wow. Which is pretty old. Yeah. So I had the reprint of uh X Men one uh, Nice. You know, number one. Yeah. That was a reprint in when the 90s, Beast though. didn't have hair. Yeah. When he had skin. Yep, and he was never wore shoes. I never understood that. But okay. That's because his toes were more prehensile or whatever you want to call it. <laughs> they could grab things. He, he must have had sh- feet of iron then. Yeah, yeah. Because he walked through glass and everything. It's like, I don't know. I do that every day. 
That's not a power. <laughs> All right. So we're getting the warning. Again, those of you that are listening live, sorry. Uh, check back in an hour. You'll be able to listen to the entire show. Uh, for those of you still listening, hey, keep listening. We're going to go over a little bit. So um, what else do you want to talk about? Because we, we've got them for a few more minutes. Well, I can't remember some of the other things we talked about before the <laughs> during the glitch. Well, we talked about the watercoloring, which... Yeah, we covered that. That's all I paint with is watercolors. I just love it. I, I, by I, numbers. No, no I don't paint by numbers. <laughs> I do have to sketch it out, though, on, on my canvas. I oh, have yeah. to take a pencil and kind of yeah. sketch it out a little That's bit. That's usually and then, how you start it anyway. Um, I have some friends that are just like, they take the oils and they just flop it on and then something appears out of there and you're just like, okay. <laughs> I don't know how you did that. But yeah, the, the oils do have a strong scent. They get to do an underpainting and yeah. that kind of acts as their drawing. Yeah. That's usually what I did, the underpainting. Yeah. Well, good for you. Uh, <laughs> yeah. It's just how you're taught. It depends on how you're taught. Yeah. And what practices you I wasn't do. taught. Yeah. Like the difference between those that, you know, have been trained to hold the brush at the end instead mm-hmm. of all the way at the front. Oh, okay. It makes a huge difference. Oh, some. Teachers will tell you to hold the end of the brush and stand three feet away from the canvas and, you know, paint that way. And I thought that was just a care. movie thing. No, that's that's like the traditional old really? school. Really? Oh wow! Oh yeah. Painting. Huh. It's to be loose. It's to huh. be free. That's very interesting. It actually made a huge difference in my work. Yep. Okay. So learning how to do that. I mean, I still go up for smaller details. I'll go in, but holding out for everything else. Makes it so much nicer. You get cool. better lines. Just your work. Yeah. Nice. So going back to the Dra- Dragon's Keep event. Um, now this is going to be at all three stores, correct? I believe so. Okay. I believe so. But I'm for gonna certain, it's going to be at the Provo store. Yeah. He's going to be at the okay. Provo store. He'll, you'll be at the Provo store. Yeah. For certain, Provo has yeah. comics. And for certain, Orem does. they're doing it from three to six. Yeah. yeah we also know Orem is doing it too. Yeah. We're just not I'm sure, sure Lehigh Lehi is. I'm sure it is. Probably. Um, which is great. You can call the shop and find out. Yeah, you'll call the shop or check out their website. I'm sure it's on there. Uh, and this is a really good opportunity for those out there because all the comic books are kind of Halloween themed. I, I've noticed. I've taken a look at yeah. them. Um, there is a Batman one. There's a Thor one. Uh, but there's also Simpsons. There's also Archie, My Little Ponies, and they're all Halloween themed. So it's it's really going to be fun Hellboy for your kids. One. You Isn't there like a little Justice League one? Yeah, and there's yeah, a, like little, a little yeah. kids. Yeah. One. I want the Itsy Bitsy Hellboy. Okay. Oh, yeah. That one. That one's That's there, the too. That's the one I want. <laughs> so, um, yeah. my wife would love it. <laughs> you know, and it might that be the old Harvey comics. Though. Yeah. Hot stuff. I mean, that yeah. w- the one Halloween that stands out in my mind ever is there was one year this one house was giving out comic books. I I guess the guy owned a comic book store or something and it went under and he just had boxes of boxes. So he's handing them out. Granted, we decided to mix and match our costumes to keep going back to getting more comics. But um, that, cool. that was really cool. Yeah, it was really cool. And I think that's really great that they've kind of thinking, okay, free comic book day once a year. No, I have to do it six months later. They do want to try doing this. Yeah, they want to do it thing, twice right? a year. Yeah. So I think Halloween is perfect. You know, and you can come in, pick up a comic, and you know your kids that are kind of in that age where they're interested but not you don't want them reading yours, come Come here and get yeah, them a they, free they comic. look like they're very age appropriate yeah. for younger kids. Yeah. This is also a good way to tie it into Christmas because look at that. You're getting a gift on <laughs> Halloween. Yes. Go. And it's a cool gift, not like a lame And not only like that, 
You're already here at Dragon's Keep. Take a look around. There's tons of cool games. It's true. Comics, cards, you name it. And then you get to meet Travis and several other artists that will be here. And apparently he'll draw you a Spider-Man. Which who doesn't want Spider-Man? <laughs> really. Who if you doesn't? don't, don't show up. I, I forbid you from showing up. I do, I do get that. I, I, yeah. You really I get, get people that... From, little, from, from kids. Oh, I, okay. From I can kids. understand from kids. Kids from are allowed. Kids. That, that's that. this this ban is only for adults. But even once in a while, <laughs> yeah, you get adults who yeah. don't want Spider-Man. complain about it. Well, yeah, I mean, I can understand kids. I don't want Spider-Man. I want the Hulk, or I want Captain America. That makes sense, you know. Kids, that's a great thing. They're really brutally honest and opinionated. <laughs> they will let you know. The first time I did an event here at Dragonscape, and uh-huh. I wasn't used to drawing in person. Yeah, I had a line. It was probably a free comic book day, but I, there was a line of people, because I guess I was at the end of the table, and for some reason, people thought they had to go in order down the line. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. There's a kid in the back, and I just hear him say, this guy is so slow. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. That is awesome. <laughs> yeah. That so is I just good. gave him a stick figure. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> Here, you want some fast? For you, kid. <laughs> done. I wanted Superman. <laughs> Little cape. You're done. <laughs> and it is. Don't forget the S. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Which I understand from the trailer is not an S. It just has a Kryptonian. It's a Kryptonian it symbol. Look like an S. For hope. It just looks the, like an S. The quinky dink. Yeah. Well, I, I thought it was always funny that the House of L symbol all was the only one happened, that was recognizable. Yeah, it was the only one that re- <laughs> was recognizable. The rest of them were like crazy. It's like, huh? <laughs> okay. More spoilers for me there. <laughs> no big deal. Well, if you've ever read the comics, yeah, I mean, yeah. None of the others are. No, See? they're not. I have my own Kryptonian crest. Yay! Yours is a funny S. There's well, it's not an S. Backwards. It's 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 from the 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 house of Tor. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. I have an app. You answer a bunch of questions, and it assigns you to a house and gives you a Kryptonian crest. Hmm. Pretty cool. <laughs> so what does that say about you? <laughs> that I am a huge Superman geek. <laughs> no, no, I meant personality. It's <laughs> like a personality test right there. It pretty much is. <laughs> Then I tried taking it over and over to see if I'd end up in the same house as Zod. No, it doesn't work. <laughs> or even the House of L. I think those two were purposely left out. So if you choose all these Paragon-type answers, you still can't make it into the House of No, I, I made it like I was the super paladin knight happy. I, I would go out and save puppies even if they were drowning. <laughs> And I still would not get you the House of L. You wouldn't save puppies if they were drowning? <laughs> I don't think I want to associate with that. <laughs> yes. Okay. Wow. Where did we go on this conversation? <laughs> Personality test, yeah. obviously. So... <laughs> what, who's your, who's like your favorite comic book character in general? Oh, man. Well, I'm a big Green Lantern fan. He already said that earlier. Oh, well, I know, but he didn't yeah. say like which one was his Character. favorite. Character, I mean... 
Oh, I guess there are several Green Lanterns. So yeah, because there's Hal which, Jordan. Which there's Earth? Also. There's five now. So which of the five now? Yeah, wow. there's Simon Baz. He's Lebanese or something like that. Okay. And he he has like this luchador mask on. <laughs> oh really? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, because when he first became Green Lan- the Green Lantern, he was actually being interrogated for uh, but by, by um, Homeland Security for being a terrorist. With the mask on? No, he didn't. Ha- he didn't have the mask on yet. He he happened to steal a van and parked it next to a building and it exploded. There was already a bomb on it. So they think he's a terrorist and then the ring comes flying out of nowhere and takes him and yeah. Okay. So he, yeah, so he has this mask. It it looks so weird. It's like the <laughs> weirdest looking green lantern in the world. And he carries a gun. And he carries it. Okay. Yeah. Even more weird. I don't than well, he that. he carries the gun because the Here. ring runs out of power and oh. he he almost gets Taken, and so he carries a gun because the ring will run out of power. So he has something to protect him. <laughs> but you only have so many bullets. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, I think ever even since I was young and reading the old, you know, sixties and seventies mm-hmm. stuff, I liked Green Lantern. I thought Green Lantern was cool. Red Tornado. Uh-huh. That was cool. Firestorm. Just probably because they looked cool. Yeah. You know, the costumes were cool. Red was my favorite color. So, you know, when you're a kid. You gravitate to that stuff. But I always thought the power ring was pretty cool. Nice. Anything you could imagine as an artist, you know. Yeah. Use your imagination a lot. Yeah. So, yeah, I always liked Green Lantern. But, I mean, they're all cool characters. So you like well, I'm always, a fan. Yeah, so you like red. So now do you, are you a fan of the Red Lanterns then? Uh, I, 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 didn't read any of the, <laughs> I didn't read any of the books that were the impetus okay. of those stories. Yeah. How they came about. I mean, they just seem like they're all angry and yeah, they are. spewing blood out of their mouths or yeah. whatever the red stuff is. They're, they're, it's rage. That's what, <laughs> it's rage. Yeah, yeah, that's what the, the so ring is. That's so. what they should be doing. Yeah. But, yeah, I prefer the Green Lanterns, probably. Nice. prefer the Green Lanterns. Hmm. I didn't get drawn into Green Lantern, even though green's my favorite color. That's okay. <laughs> I did not enjoy the movie. I hated the costume. Oh, I really I, hated the yeah. costume. Yeah. I mean, the movie, I enjoyed it as a movie. I it was it. fun. I think I wanted too much because I am a fan. But I really wanted being cool a movie. Green Lantern movie. I think it failed. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the Hot Wheel car on the track. Come on. Yeah. I thought I mean, that was it, funny. Well, it looked, the thing <laughs> is, it, it, it looked it. identical to the Hot Wheel Green Lantern car set that they put out. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, I just, I'm just thinking there were so many other cooler things he could have done. Well, he does uh, get know. mocked in the movie for doing it. I know. And the costume was kind of dumb. Yeah, I, I, it, I didn't it didn't do it for me. No. I didn't I didn't. You know, and, and the mask looked really fake over his eyes. Oh yeah. Um but I wonder I always question why they feel they have to redesign everything anyway. Yeah, I know. With the Superman costumes and, and then the textures all over everything and Yeah. The the Guardians looked weird. Guardians looked very weird. Yeah. What was up with the giant flowing robes that <laughs> went clear to the ground, and even though they were 30 feet up? I don't know. Yeah. Very spawn, yeah. spawn-like. Yeah. I mean, I I do like the kind of the redesign with the Superman suit. They got rid of the, the new red. one I don't mind as much. They got rid of the red underwear, and it, it looks good. You know um, how many kids are going to stop wearing their underwear and outside of their clothes because of that? Lots. That is such a sad um, day in history. Yeah. I'm just kidding. Yeah. Yeah. The oh, bat- do those underoos. Yeah, I mean, the, bat- <laughs> the new Batman suit, at least it doesn't have nipples. Um, 
Yeah, looked I more, liked looked the more military. The yeah, the cape. I was never thrilled with the way they did the cape. Yeah. I felt like they came to terms well, it, with how they wanted to do it. Really, I mean, it looked like it was, you know, felt or something. Yeah. At it's least really in the first one. That's yeah. what I'm seeing in my head here is the, the first one. They got better as far as the cowl. It's still, yeah, like very military. Yeah. Um, but it was it was okay. I liked how they did his costume, honestly, in the movies. Well, no, it, it made sense. Yeah. I like how they were realistic and it wasn't just like and this. that's also why they did the cape with it, that. It wasn't too. some leotard or jumpsuit that he jumped into with a mask on. I mean, I I do like that fact. Not um, Adam West style. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and I like that they threw in that he adjusted it, that it changed from movie to movie. You know, yeah. They had the scene, you want to be able to move your head and yeah. mm-hmm. tweaked what they had. So I appreciated that. Yeah. It was a prototype or an early mm-hmm. version. Yeah. They tweaked it as they went. Yeah. That's what that's what made me really like it. The, those movies in general, just um, you could see that he's progressing and everything else. The design is too. Yeah. Until you get to the third. So you just uh, yeah. So you, you didn't like the fact you like the fact that he didn't have like a utility belt that had everything in it, yeah. like shark propellant at a moment's notice. Who doesn't need that? Honestly, yeah. I need that when I'm trying to go up a helicopter ladder. Yes. And then do the Batusi. <laughs> Well, he did get bit by a shark. Yeah. Going up the yeah. ladder. And it didn't. Oh, one jumped up. Such a fake looking shark. Here. <laughs> and it didn't even bite through anything. Yeah. Not even his leotard. No. <laughs> but it's because it's. it's me, yeah. We won't, go we won't even that. talk there. All right. It's because he didn't hear a crunch or, or see a crunch mm-hmm. across the screen. Yep. That's how you know he didn't get hurt. Yeah. <laughs> All right, we're running out of time. We should, we should probably wrap this up real quick. Is there any other last-minute things we haven't covered? Oh, are you going to plan? Do you plan on having your own little art book that people can buy to see your artwork? I've thought about doing the sketchbooks. A lot of artists do sketchbooks yeah. for shows at cons. I've never done one. Um, I don't do a lot of shows where I'm anymore. I did in the early '90s, did some mm-hmm. Comic Con, and I just don't do a lot of shows. I'm usually networking and working mm-hmm. when I go to the show. Yeah. It's work for me. Um, I did start to think about it this year, so that may be in the future. I may I may do that. Okay, well, Just let us know. do more drawing. <laughs> yeah. Let us know. Get some more sketches to put in there. Yeah, if you do it, we're more than happy to have you back on and you can promote Always. it. Always. Oh, yeah. anytime. Yeah. Talk movies, gaming, whatever you want. Okay. Well, uh, <laughs> you can yeah. educate me on the new games. I'm, I've got all the 80s games at home, so... <laughs> I just started playing Super Mario Brothers 2 again. <laughs> I don't blame you. Yeah. Anyway, you PS4? No. I'll, I'll no? get one. No, I'm not going to get one. I'm uh, still going to get one. Or an Xbox One. I'll wait. Yeah. I'm going to get one, but not when it's new. Yeah. I will get one, though, because right. I like it. All right. Well, we're going to wrap this up. Again, check out Travis Walton. Uh, he'll be here on Halloween here at J- Dragon's Keep. Uh, he'll be dr- you'll be getting your own Spider-Man headshot. Uh, as well as check out his uh, portfolio on, on online, as well as if you have any wants or needs for commission work, he'll be more than happy to do that. But you're going to have to wait a little bit. Can you say the address again for the where they can see your portfolio online? Sure. Wallart.cgsociety.org. All right. Thank you. There it is. And uh, we'll catch you Monday where uh, the guys, minus myself, uh, we'll be talking to Graham Stark, talking about the Desert Bus uh, Charity. Um, it really sounds like something with a name like that, we should be doing something more Halloween-ish. The, well, that, yeah, we'll get <laughs> to that. Anyways, have a good one. Catch you next week.